Hi, welcome to Trackside, the F1 podcast where we aim to give you some honest opinions from a fan's perspective. I'm Jason, and I'm joined by Natasha. Hi. And Brandon. Brandon, this is the bit where you said hi. If you want us to to be part of your intro, you need to share that with us before you read it. Yeah, no, but it's okay. We're just it's like it's going to be a very improv podcast, isn't it? Not if you're reading from the script. It's the opposite. It's fine. It's fine. Look, this we're no we're not editing. This is it. So we're not editing it. It's like from a fan's perspective. Okay, I'm not a fan. (laughs) Right, today's race, Abu Dhabi. What did we think? What are your first overall impressions? Come on, Brandon, what do you think? Oh, you did it now. Yeah, this is it. Is it recording now? Yeah. Okay. First impressions, it was very boring. What do you think? Yeah, it was boring. It was boring, wasn't it? It was the most... I, we were spoiled <laughs> by last week's race and the week before. Yeah, the last couple have been too good for today to live up to any kind of expectation, really. Everyone was already disappointed that Russell wasn't in the Mercedes again. So yeah, but I, I think I think it would have been boring anyway. It's certainly been one of the most uneventful races. I mean, what's the most memorable part of the race? Um, Perez, I guess, going out and <laughs> making you thought that was a tactic at first, though, didn't you? Yeah, of course. <laughs> He's going to copy he, last week's success. I mean, he needs to start at twentieth, and then then he can win. Yeah, that's his. Doesn't matter where he qualifies, gets knocked back to last well, place. Well, it was eighteenth, wasn't it? He didn't start in eighteenth this time. Yeah, it's a shame he didn't do better though. I thought he would have been good. I think honestly, my most memorable bit is what color is the Mercedes hat? Is it orange or yellow? It I was mean, yellow. Yeah, but it looked no. orange at the end though. You missed it because you you disappeared. But. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of hard. But I mean, it was that it was that boring. That was like the highlight the whole thing, wasn't it? It was terrible. The hat was the highlight. Yeah, it no, was really. It, Everything it, else was boring. No, the highlight was the McLaren boys singing to each other. <laughs> that was quite funny. <laughs> if Perez had stayed in, it would probably have been a more interesting race because we could have gotten to see Perez just go. Because he would have easily been able to. Yeah, get but you could say that about it. Last week might have been an even more exciting race had Verstappen stayed in with Russell at the I front. Don't like Verstappen, it's good that he crashed. We didn't even see Verstappen this week. I mean, I actually saw more of him last week than this week. <laughs> You know, because of all the replays of him crashing, he was just, he was just out in front, and that was it. He was gone. So I don't know. Do is it the track though? Do we just think it's the track? The track is a bit pants every year. It's a shame that it's the last one of the season every year. Yeah. But they all complain about it, saying that basically they can't overtake. Why can't they overtake? Is it? It seems really wide track. Yeah, I know. It's like it seems like it should be a great track for overtake. Two DRS zones. It didn't stop Gasly though. Yeah, and Gasly, you know, Gasly should have got driver of the day, and he didn't. He it was Max. Been. Yeah, but, he should have been. You know, he was, the, he was the only person doing any work out there, you know. That was scandalous, I thought. But yeah, he, yeah, he was definitely, definitely the person I saw. But I don't know, the track, it looks, it looks nice, it looks pretty on TV. I don't know if, it, I don't know if it's a great track, though. I, what, what do you think of Mercedes? Slow. They were really slow this week. They weren't really trying. It didn't feel like they were really trying. Like, this was a much more even playing field. Like, they were there with all of the other cars, and they just sat there and didn't really... They didn't yeah. overtake anyone. Nobody overtook them. They just stayed where they were. They should have just let Russell back in the car. Yeah, they just looked bored. They were on their phones in the pits. You see, when uh, they, were <laughs> they were just on their phones in the pits, they were just so bored, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I think it would have been much better to see Russell in the car this week. 
Do we think? Do we think Hamilton was race fit? No, that he seemed, said he wasn't. But was that an excuse? Yeah, it seemed like. So I was wondering what his excuse was going to be at the end when he was on the podium. It was like, okay, what's going to be, going to be the car? Oh, he's not fit. Russell's been messing up, messing the car. Yeah. Changes seat <laughs> seat adjustments. Well, I think Russell had his own seat because he didn't physically fit in anybody else's seat. He's quite a lot taller. Yeah, but he could be messing with the dials and stuff. It's like putting him off. It's like writing you notes on the inside of the car trying to put Hamilton off next week. Yeah, it's a real shame not to see Russell in the car again, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. Standard race for batter, Bottas, though. Yeah. Second. Yeah, Pleasure good, sure. good, solid. Yeah, but he, he beat Lewis, so that's going to be a yeah. good end to the season good, for him. Good, solid second. Guess, it's like yeah. reliable, reliability. Can always can always rely on the Bottas. To get second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one thing I was thinking about was... Okay, so Verstappen, it's great that he wins a race. But is it the same when somebody wins from the front? Okay, so he, he, he's in pole position, and honestly, we don't see him. He's just, he leads every lap, and he wins. For me, that's not the same as when Perez won last week, where Obviously. he had to really fight for it. You know, he's just, he's just not the same. Yeah, well, but Perez. in the stats, it's the same. Yeah. Hmm. But that's Perez what makes it more but... exciting. Hmm? That's what makes F1 more exciting. Because just because you're at the front doesn't mean you stay there all the way through and win the race. If it was like that, then there would be no point in the race just qualifying. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just think... I'm surprised Verstappen didn't crash. <laughs> in the first two corners. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I thought... I mean, it's nice to see him win. It's nice to see somebody different win. Yeah. But... He's faster than pretty much everyone. Just, just, just nothing like last week's race. Disappointed. Um, okay, so what about what about Albon? Where did Albon finish? Fourth. He actually did pretty well. Wasn't enough. Good though. result. Is it enough though? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> okay, but is it enough? Is he keeping his job? No, probably not. He, but would it have made the difference if he had taken Lewis in like the last lap if he had overtaken Lewis got third no because he's still like 30 seconds down on his teammate and the idea of a teammate is that you're close together and you help defending the other team he's literally behind the other team okay but could 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 Albon have done anything this week to convince Red Bull to keep him no I think they've probably already signed someone and just not telling anyone I think even if it had won (laughs) even if it had won I don't think they're keeping him and are you going to be sad to see him leave Red Bull? Uh, not really. It no. means Perez uh, gets a seat. I like the guy. I but think he's good. He's a nice guy. He's a good driver sometimes. Like he can, yeah, he, he can, can overtake. You know. He's a good driver, but he's not a great driver. And if Red Bull want to be competitive against Mercedes, they really do need to get a great driver in the car with Max. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, um, I think it's a shame, but you're right. I think if Perez is available, he needs a drive, you know, and seeing Perez and... I, I think it's going to be really interesting next year if you've got Perez and Verstappen. They, those guys are really going to race each other, whereas at the moment Verstappen knows that Albon's not a threat to him. He's just like his backup driver. He's just like his number two. He's, you know, he's just going to Barely be there to look out. He's just like Bottas to Hamilton. But he's, not really. he's, they're not threats. But Bottas is actually, like, getting poles... Take, like taking Paul's away from Hamilton. It's not like Albon's exactly. No, he's not even near. that much of a threat, is he? 
but I can see Perez though in that position. Ah, potentially, potentially doing better than Verstappen. Um, don't know. At least in like mm. he could qualify better than maybe. Um, okay, so the end of the season then. So I was reading a few tweets and I saw somebody did tweet that this is Ferrari's worst season since 1980. Is that one of Crofty's worst No, it wasn't Crofty. In fact, I was going to say... Has that been fact-checked? I was going to say about Crofty, no stats this week. I, I didn't get annoyed about any of the commentators and their you know, crazy Excel spreadsheet stats. Bored. Yeah. So that, that was a good, that was a good plus. That didn't annoy me. They still made some like annoying jokes though, just like throughout. Yeah, they were bored themselves, weren't they? But Ferrari, I mean, where have they been this year? It's been they've just been demolished. I mean, well, that's what happens when you cheat for a whole season and don't actually get a penalty for it. Yeah, I think so. It's not like I don't think anyone's feeling sorry for them, are they? No, Surely not even Ferrari fans. <laughs> Ferrari today were beaten by Raikkonen in a Ferrari-powered Alfa Romeo. He he beat both Vettel and Leclerc today. That's oh how ridiculous God. they are this year. They just can't get themselves together at all, can they? I do, is it going to be any different next year for these guys? Probably not. Sainz is really regretting his move. I think it'd be different because Sainz will get used to the whole team next year and then 2022, I think, Ferrari will be really competitive with the new rules and the new cars. And science will be better going into that being his second season because he'll know everyone. So he can and use, know how it works. So he can use next season as an excuse if he's as bad. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. But Leclerc's he's a good driver. You know, science has got some uh, you know, he's he's gonna go there, surely he's gonna be the number two driver to Leclerc. Have hmm. to be, yeah. You know, he's gonna have to really drive well to him to impress. Um, the other thing I saw was that this is Williams' first season since 1977 with no points. points. Oh my god, really? no points. Yeah. So yeah, because Kubitz had actually scored a point for them, one point last year, and then was dropped <laughs> by the team for Latifi, who came in with all the sponsorship, and they haven't yeah, scored any points. That wasn't a smart move, was it? <laughs> yeah. But Russell scored points, just not for Williams, obviously. This it's a shame. For the people who remember Williams as a good team, I think. Williams were a good team until relatively recently. Uh When Bottas and Massa were driving for Williams in like 2014, 2015, they were actually pretty strong. Okay, so some big changes though. There's there's not just drivers we say goodbye to, but there's no no more racing point now. That's it. We don't see no more more pink cars. There's no more Renault. Well, Renault is still there. They're just under their racing car name. Right. Yeah, but we're not going to... S- Alpine. Alpine, I think it's like... Like this. Alpine, but pronounced Alpine. That's terrible. <laughs> I think it's like so the bad. sports brand yeah, Renault it's have. Yeah, racing brand, yeah. So they want to Instead of Renault that. Sport, which is, is what's it still going the ugly yellow and black? No, I think it's blue and white. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But this is it. It's going to be different. It's going to look different. You know, you're not going to see those cars anymore. And AlphaTauri changing as well, aren't they? Again. Are they? I thought they were. They only changed this year. Why would they change again? Oh, okay, maybe I got that wrong. I don't know. <laughs> this is what happens when you try and use Twitter. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just like pulling things over. I'm, you know, I'm not. I'm not doing too much research here. <laughs> <laughs> but so, but apart from that though, so we, we, you know, any other changes 
don't think there is, is there? I think the teams are. Well, Vettel. Well, there's a lot of driver changes, which this, I thought. Does Vettel get his own like segment of the podcast? Maybe. Maybe, maybe we could do that. Maybe we could that do that. Be the preseason. Okay, but next year. But okay, well, we can talk about some of the drivers though, because some of them are going now for good. I mean, is that this is Albon's last race in F one ever? Is it? Well, we don't know that yet. Not ever. But we do know that Grosjean and Magnussen aren't back next year. Yeah. It's a shame. Is it? Well, for Magnussen. Well, Grosjean's been entertaining as well. Grosjean's a pretty reckless driver, especially to be chair of the Drivers' Association that's like the authority on safety for the sport. Do you think they gave him that to try and... Irony. As as a sort of message. (laughs) A joke. (laughs) He said, how do we get the point across to him? If this man thinks it's dangerous, it's definitely dangerous. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Um, Yeah, because that crash, whenever it was... And he split his car in half. It was his fault. <laughs> well, it wasn't his fault at all. Nah, I'm pretty sure it was. Well, yeah, to, it was quite a reckless move, actually. I mean, it's not his fault that the car it was a burst into move, flames. But it's not his fault that the car split in half, went through a barrier, and then burst into flames. You never know. <laughs> None of those things are his you fault. You can't be certain about these things. It's fair, safe to say it was his fault. What do you think he just didn't? Could be bothered to race the last two races of his career? Yeah. He just crashed instead. Well, who was next to him? He's probably trying to take him out. I think it was Stroll, wasn't it? Probably I can't trying to take out Stroll then. Stroll uh, is not a good driver. Stroll is the best driver. He's future future world champion, for sure. <laughs> what about Perez? Is this Perez's last race in F1? No. No. He's going to Red Bull. When do we find out? Tomorrow. <laughs> well, Red Bull have said they're going to make an announcement tomorrow. Oh, shit. They said that on Saturday. I guess it is Albon's race. To be honest, there's too much talk about it for it not to happen, I think. I don't know if that means anything. Well, though. you know, Toto Wolf came out, was it today, and said, actually, no, Bottas, Bottas is staying. Is Stop getting staying. excited about George Russell coming to Mercedes. It's not going to happen, guys. No, it's not Yeah, we've not heard anything similar from Red Bull. We've just heard a lot of, hey, just wait and see, you know, we're not, we're not showing our cards. But I think they must have already decided and sorted this out. Yeah, but it's easy for Bo- for Mercedes to say that about Bottas because Bottas literally has a contract for next year. That doesn't mean it can't be broken, but they have already signed him. So it's very easy to say, oh yeah, Bottas is driving next year because we already know that. Perez should take Hamilton's seat. There's still a seat up for grabs at Alpha Tauri. There's still a seat up for grabs at Red Bull and technically at Mercedes because Hamilton still hasn't signed a contract. I'm guessing, is that Kvyat who doesn't have a contract? Yeah. Well, if I but also he's been up and down between Toro Rosso and then Red Bull and then Toro Rosso and then Red Bull and then Alpha Tauri like three times already. So he's probably not going to Red Bull. No, he's, I doubt it. Well, if I did publish the driver list for next season this morning, and Hamilton is on there for Mercedes, Damn. so um, and and there are other there the other gaps and the teams you mentioned are there saying to be arranged or something, so. I don't know. So wait, what seats are left open? Red Bull, Alpha Tauri, and technically Mercedes, but everyone's just assuming, obviously, that Lewis is going to race to mm. beat the Schumacher record. And then yeah. he can retire with a knighthood. Are we going to miss Kvyat from Formula One? No, he's like suddenly woken up in the last six races, but for the previous like five years or whatever, six years he's been driving. He's actually not very strong. Oh, it's probably was... more than that. I was thinking about myself. I was like, I've noticed in this last couple of races, but I'm like, who is it? I'm not really going to miss this guy, to be honest. You know, it sounds a bit cruel, but 
you know, that's fine. Um, Vettel, though. Vettel's last race at Ferrari. Well, he's probably quite happy about it, to be honest. Oh, I just don't I think he's know. been waiting to leave since that was announced, really, because they just dropped him. With it was, I think it was really mean the way they treated him. Really? Yeah, like it was really horrible. He does have four world championships, and it's not that he's not been a very good driver. It's that the car has been rubbish this year. So you think it's Ferrari's fault? Is his yeah. lack of performance? I'm not too sure you can say well, that it's like totally. Because like, yeah, yeah. Um, so there was. So I saw another article online this morning. Uh, on the race and it was basically trying to put forward the argument that actually Vettel's time at Ferrari was always doomed the management structures changed there since the days when Schumacher was successful and that because of that because he didn't have that management support even when he started it was never going to happen for him and okay I mean a lot of that I'm sure is true but at the same time Leclerc's come into this everybody expected him to be number two driver do nothing and you know strict Straight away, he was he was better than Vettel. It was clear he was better than Vettel, wasn't it? Yeah. And Vettel's never been able to come back. I don't think he's ever been able to come back to Leclerc. So, it's, yeah, for me, I just think it's on him. I don't. Is he actually going to do any better moving to Aston Martin? Well, he's driving he, against Stroll, who's rubbish. So probably number two driver though. Obviously, yeah, obviously number one. two to Stroll. Do you isn't think he? he's going to be number two? I don't think he's going to be number two. Well, I don't think Vettel's better than the team. <laughs> so I don't think <laughs> that matters. Stroll's been number two driver this year. Well, I mean, even if it's on paper, <laughs> I'm sure they got some cold words. I'm sure like mode three is going yeah, to be cold like word is daddy. Yeah, mode three is going to like Vettel slow down. Cut his engine. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a shame, you know, he, I think he must have gone to Ferrari thinking he was going to emulate Michael Schumacher's success, and... Yeah, but they've had too many problems. Been a Ferrari, disaster. They've, I mean, they've changed their management twice, haven't they? Yeah. Zariva Bene was in charge when he moved to Ferrari, then it's Bonotto. Bonotto's been missing for half a season, and we don't really know why. Yeah, I know, it's been weird, isn't it? Last race, not even there. Not even there to say goodbye to Vettel, what's going on with that? Obviously hates him. Yeah. <laughs> He was the one who stabbed him in the back or something. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's like there's a story we don't know about. But obviously, but I don't know, Stroll might do pretty well against Vettel. I'm just saying. I think he could do it. Yeah, but that's because you think Stroll's the best driver ever. He's done something. He, I think this year he's proved he can drive. Yeah, he's proved he can drive. How many times has Vettel been on the podium this season? Mm, possibly only once. And how Maybe t- twice. <laughs> Maybe twice. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is Stroll is probably top five. All you know drivers. is what you've seen this season because you've never watched F1 before this year. Watched oh, sorry, he's watched the Netflix documentary. He did catch up. I watched last year and the Netflix. He did the catch up. So, what about signs then? Move he leaves McLaren. He goes to Ferrari. Was this is this the worst move? In F1. No, it's a good move for 2022. We already talked about this. Do you think he... I think he must regret it. Just a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I think seeing Lando Norris and Daniel Ricciardo together next year at McLaren is going to be hilarious. Yeah, that was the other thing I was going to be... Going to bring up as well about Ricciardo's last race. Ricciardo's a good driver. He's had almost as many podiums as Verstappen. Despite 
obviously being in Renault for two years. So. But this whole move to Renault for for Ricardo, I mean, well, seems like a waste of time. Was, well, that's because he was frustrated at Red Bull. And at the time, he also had an offer from McLaren. But McLaren weren't very strong. Renault was stronger than McLaren in that season, so he went to Renault. He's had a couple of podiums with Renault. He's moving on again. Yeah, he probably should have just stayed at Red Bull. Science has moved more. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Science moves every two years. Ricardo was at Red Bull for quite a while, and he only left Red Bull because he didn't like being number two to Verstappen. Yeah. I think it'd be interesting. It's going to be another one of those teams where you've got two drivers who are really good and really competitive, and you know sometimes that works. You know they encourage each other. Sometimes I think that you run the risk of them taking each other out. You know. Yeah, which is the problem with anyone being that competitive alongside Max Verstappen, to be honest. Yeah, they. You know. Yeah, Max. Max is. Some of these drivers are just too aggressive, aren't they? It's like with uh, Leclerc as well. He drives quite aggressively. Well, so did Magnussen and Grosjean. They were actually pretty bad when they were close together on the on the start because they were both really aggressive and neither, neither gave the other one space. See, this is why you can't have a script because you end up with big pauses and it's just weird. Well, we can edit pauses out, but I don't think we'll bother, to be honest with you. And it's not a script, I was just talking points. I've think? got a closing script. Okay. Well, how so. long is the podcast supposed to be? I don't know. Is this going to be a part of the podcast as well? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It's it's, uh, it's hard to fill, isn't it? It's hard to fill 40 minutes. <laughs> well, we haven't got to 40 minutes. You need, like, proper... It's like 15 minutes at best. You need, like, proper presenters and everything if you've got a podcast. <laughs> We need more exciting race because we haven't really spoken about the race at all. We've just spoken about the season. Yeah, in there's general. nothing to talk about in this race. It's actually, and I've seen other boring races, and it's always a disappointment. You know, if I know what's, if I know how it's going to end, you know, fifteen twenty minutes before, and I'm just going to get a cup of tea and stuff. But you know, that's not a good sign. But you can see it on their face as well. You see it on that. The pit crew and everything, everybody, even the commentators, they're bored as even well. Even Howard said that he said it's like probably a boring race to watch. He did, didn't he? He did, yeah, he did. I wonder if he thinks that just because he was in third, though. <laughs> like, had he been in first and it been the same race with him like 20 seconds ahead of everyone, would he have thought it was really exciting just because he was winning? Yeah, you're probably right. So, how long is it now until the next race? 97 days. That seems like a long time. It's not that long. It's not as long as it normally is. We're we normally to, finished in November. We have to think of some things to talk about next week. We we will think of something though, won't we? Will we? Yeah. Okay, we will. Well, when's winter <laughs> testing? Winter testing will be January. Do they cover that on Sky? Sometimes. Yeah. What happens at winter testing, or like what's actually interesting about what do you what interesting stuff do you find out at winter testing? The cars for the following year, and the new drivers in them. See who's the fastest. Well, I see what. Well, yeah, they're testing all the upgrades on the cars. That's the point. Do they release much data or anything though? Do they release much about the performance of the cars, or do they try and keep it for the track? No, it's like a practice session. So they have like a 10 day window where all the teams can go and do their testing. Okay. Okay. Is that it? You got anything else to say? 
Right, well... You've got to read your little editing scripts. Yeah, I don't even think I'm going to read it. We didn't even get an option to contribute to, did we? No, we didn't. Well, you know, so you can can do it next week. I'm going to... Maybe we can have, like, a rotating... What's the point in having a podcast next week? There's no race. There's things to talk about. We'll know what's going on with Red Bull for sure next week. I'm sure things are going to happen. Yeah, we've all... We've got the Netflix documentary to look forward to as well. That's not until next year, though. It's next month. It's yeah. going to be, it might even be on in four weeks. No, it'll probably be the end of January. They've only just finished filming it. They've got a lot of editing to do. That could be more exciting than the F1. It could be, it, to find out which races they were following which teams. Yeah. No, I, th- I think there's lots of talking points to come up with. I, I, we're, we're going to be okay for content. But maybe we'll do the the intro and outro. We can do that on a rotating basis. Well, you <laughs> you're feeling your, guilty now. you got to do your outro now, though. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, okay, well, we'll just wrap it up. That's fine. Thanks for joining us. You can join us next week if you didn't find it too boring. Uh, but we might not have anything to talk about. We might not have anything to talk about. We'll, we will. We'll think of something, even if we find an old F1 race. Or we can watch Brandon playing F1 2013 on the PS3. I'm pretty something. good at that. He's, he's getting pretty good at that. Yeah. <laughs> I could try being. You should enter the eSports Championship. That's still on. Okay, I'm going to say goodbye. You're going to say goodbye to you guys? Bye. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> How long is it? It's 26 minutes. It's not bad to get.